Investment advice offered through Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor, DBA, True North Wealth Partners. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. True North Wealth Partners and Stratus Wealth Advisors do not make any guarantee or other promise as to the results that may be obtained from this. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal, and no strategy assures success or protects against loss. Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners is for our clients and those wanting to learn more about what's really going on within the markets and economy as well as overall financial planning topics. Hey everybody, welcome to Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners. I'm Andy. Eric Susi. And episode number 20, uh, 2222. Two, two. Nice. Oh, we're going to the Vegas. Let's go. Roll the dice. <laughs> That's right. Only time we can say that, right? Uh-huh, right. <laughs> yeah, a little rainy out there today. Yes, but at least it is. At least it's not snow. No, it's coming later in the week. Another batch. Oh, Lovely. Perfect. I know. Great. And my poor aunt's coming in from Arizona. <laughs> just, just in time. <laughs> give relief to my parents. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, all good right. to see you. Have you all right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's good, I think. Cool. Yep. Likewise, just hanging in there. <laughs> That's a blur. Can't believe end of February, right? Grinding away. Uh, Get through uh, March and then we'll springtime. Well, how are we looking on all the? Uh, yeah, getting bad, getting slammed out there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> getting uh, a lot of uh, a lot of red this yeah. year. Oh there. yeah, uh, no question on the markets, but uh, a lot of volatility. As far as we get into the uh, sort of yeah. openings, you know, it's a little back and forth right now, ebb and flow. But how are, how are things looking on the first trust reopener? There? Yeah, things are looking good. Uh, you know, improvement really in everything looks like, mm-hmm. you know, everything that they're continuing jobless claims, weekly retail sales are up, um, jobless claims down, box office, yeah. uh, receipts are um, better than they were last year, uh, retail car traffic up, steel production, eh, yeah. you know, hotel occupancy increasing. Open table increasing. Right. People are eating out. It seems like with yeah. the restrictions being lifted, people are trying to yep. enjoy life again and get back out and, and uh, you know do the things that ultimately they enjoy. But ultimately, too drives helps kind of drive the economy, right? Man, yep. So yeah. reopening, yeah. drop drop the mask. Psh. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that. <laughs> That's yeah, good. We're, we're heading that way. So yeah. All right. Well, today we'll get into a lot of, like you mentioned earlier, a lot, a lot of red first, you know, two months of the year. But sort of what we yeah. anticipate, we position our portfolios. Try it for that. So uh, you, you can be the bad news. You be the good bad guy. I'll be the good guy. Excellent. That's <laughs> fine. I'll just I'll roll it out to you, folks. You know me. We just keep it real as best as we know, right? That's we, right. And then uh, you can bring some sunshine here. <laughs> All right. So getting into it, let's just hit a few things. So uh, Bank of Atlanta, the Federal Reserve, just came out on um, 217 for their latest Q1 2022 quarterly GDP GDP nowcast model of mm. growth of now only 1.3%. Mm. So growth's been going down. If you recall, folks, we had 5, 6, 7% GDP growth for over the quarters over the last you know, year and a half or so. <laughs> so now that's peaked. So Hedgeye, NDR Research, um, uh, Argus, all, all of our research partners that we use. So Hedgeye just got off the call today. So again, um, 
November of last year, 2021, was the peak for growth. So that was the peak for growth, good times. This gets harder from there. So that's number one. Number two, we talked about uh, Bank of America, uh, Bank of Atlanta, GDP, 1.3% Q1 growth. For uh, That's the now cast for right now. So nothing three, four, five, it's 1.3% growth. And um, CPI, consumer price inflation, um, so uh, we believe, meaning, uh, again, Hedge Eyes is on the call again today. He just reiterated. He predicts, based on all the uh, forecasting and things of that nature, hearts that make up, you know, shelter, rent, housing, all that, oil, you know, those are the leading or, or things that really flux, uh, hammer and uh, affect CPI the most are those. But other parts of the inflationary components are rolling over. So now all will still be, some will be still going up, some will be elevating and going back down hmm. and rolling over. So think of a roller coaster coming to the hill, coming back down. So that's good, right? It's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great news. So we believe, and he believes that the, from Hedge Eye, again, I'm researching this coming from them, that uh, the peak is in February. Now, this is the month. So uh, 7% um, hmm. now down to upper 4% by the end of the year. So if you blend it all out, you know, it might be five and a quarter sure. for the year for 2022 versus 7.5%. Sure. Uh, CPI for 2021. And the Fed hasn't done anything with Nothing. Rates. Fed hasn't done anything yet. So, <laughs> so, you know, you hear Goldman and JP and all these other firms. Oh, yeah, five, six, seven, seven times rate increases. Ain't going to happen. So I'll tell you that. <laughs> so they can't. If they did, we'd be in a recession. So simple as that. Sure. Any. So, yeah. We're just common sense folks, but we get that. So it's a lot yeah. of talk. And that's what they do at that level of. Uh, yeah, they make a lot more, though, than we yeah, do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a van down by the river. And I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so uh, that's some stats on that. Um, NDR, Ned Davis Research, um, and as a fact set, as o they've also mentioned this. So Q4 earnings. You know, have come and go for the most part. Sure. They've been pretty good thus far, but however, um, it could be the lowest Q4 earnings since Q2 of 2020. So it's all about rate of change. So we peaked out. It's getting you know, harder and harder to keep those earnings as high as they have been. So again, everything's peaked out. So that's just coming from them. I wanted to point that out. Mm -hmm. uh, but more importantly, you know me, I learned this to price all about forward guidance. So forward guidance is not all pretty, folks. So that's why the markets are also jittery. Yeah. So forward guidance hasn't been as good in getting, um, and setting up for a lower GDP forecast for Q1 and Q2, et cetera. So again, those are all what's happening within that. Mm -hmm. And going back to the rock or rate of change, uh, again, March, April, May of this year, 2022, March, April, May, compared to last year, 2021 of March, April, May, um, the comps, that was the best in the rate of change. So we're coming up high down to low, and the worst will be April, again, coming from Hedgeye. They tr track all this on a you know, daily, monthly, quarterly basis, things of that nature. So meaning the Fed wants to start raising rates into a slowing economy, the rate of change, and that, nothing ever comes well. And I'll leave with this as far as um, why you and I have made this you know, call and put in a little more defensiveness to our models, things of that nature, is because Hedgeye has not missed a quad four call since its inception. So, you know, since they've been doing this. 
So they've nailed every quad four. So remember, one, two, three, four, quad one, two, three, four, spring, summer, fall, winter. So we're in quad four, which is winter. Things are turning over. It gets harder. So again, first half of the year, a little yeah. more challenging, choppy. Back half of the year will turn up, and especially in November when things get better. So, um, mm-hmm. so that's just a quick little summation of, of that. But anything you want to maybe add in before I? Yeah, no, I was okay. just going to reiterate. Yeah, some of that. Like today, Home Depot had their earnings release, right? Yep. So they beat expectations. Yeah. Everything looked good, but their forward guidance is not as good. So, and what happened with they that? They were down five percent, ten percent, or ten percent now. Pre market was five percent. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. But to your point, yeah. yeah. So that's it's amazing. That's how. That's a great example. Thank you for bringing that up. So spot on. So it's all about forward guidance. It's already been baked in. That's old news. By the time it comes out, a month or two months later, who cares? People are selling into it. So that's what we've been doing. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And plus, I mean, plus two, right? There's a lot going on with geopolitical stuff. Yep. Primary, you know, so you yep. have, and that's what we're seeing right now. That's you have, exactly you right. You know, the Fed is one thing, but, you know, what's dominated the news over the last few weeks has been Russia and the Ukraine. Correct. And so it's just... Yep. And the market is, you know, gets jittery. You know, there's these geopolitical events. They tend to drop the market short term. So to your point, Andy, exactly right. So, you know, Russia, uh, you know, beyond the sanctionings that folks are going to be doing in the United Nations, et cetera. So because they're trying to annexing two more regions in eastern uh, Ukraine, that's what occurred just yesterday or what have you. So, um, again, it started um, when he uh, annexed in Crimea. That's part of Ukraine down by uh, the sea there. So he took that back in 2014. Okay, So when you don't have um, strength, a lot of weakness was going on back there in 2014, the point is, okay, uh, he's doing the same playbook. So that's what's going on with Russia. He took two more annexes. He's got three country states within Ukraine. Will he go further than that? Who knows? But my point is, um, there's a method to the madness. And uh, um, okay, so then sanctions. So UK, United Kingdom, he came out today, talked this morning, saying, okay, um, they're going to sanction Russia with uh, targeting five banks. They're five, one of the largest banks. So five banks are then targeted with sanctions, and then there are a handful of the billionaires within Russia. Okay, so that's yeah. that's UK's uh, UK's way of handling that. Are they mafia members? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then German uh, Chancellor Schultz. So he's the new chancellor that took place of uh, Mark, Mark Merkel. Yeah. So uh, Chancellor Merkel, who left last year. But let's go back to Merkel. So she passed, and France did some of this too. Again, just talks about the wokeness going on back then, still now. But the point is this. Um, they, German, Germany halted production and their efforts for natural gas and nuclear power. So, okay, as they did that last year, and then they have like almost 45% or so roughly of energy gas coming from Russia. I give uh, this chancellor um, credit. He's halting the certification of the pipeline, which is that North Stream 2 um, that Biden gave granted last year, which he shouldn't have. Uh, but that's how it all started. Gave him the ammunition, the power to get back into, hey, we're okay. We're going to be on the offensive. So that's why Russia brought in the troops in uh, March and April of last year, amassing all that all year long, and then all this comes around. But you can always point back to where it all starts and its weakness. I'll just leave it at that. So with that said, more volatility, near term, next few weeks, month, what have you, but that too shall pass. Um, uh, but we're all over it. Yeah. Um, and I guess maybe... 
takeaway as far as a gentleman that I follow a lot, and, and you've heard of him too and, and use him, is Larry Williams. So Larry Williams, and you'll see this, folks, but I just want to read to you his points. I was on a webinar past week or two ago. Um, his point is this. The market always corrects, has corrective pullbacks and sharp declines. So corrective pullbacks, 5% or more, sharp declines, what you see in a day. Mm-hmm. They turn into painful, long-lasting ones only during times of recessions. We're not in a recession. No. We could be if the Fed tries to raise rates five, six, seven, eight times, but I don't think they're going to be able to do that. So sure. that's point one. Then number two, the other point that Larry Williams mentioned is the economy is not the stock market. So we knew that, but the, but the stock market can be hurt by the economy. And that's what we're seeing right now. Quad four curling over. Yes, stock market is being hurt by the economy and other geopolitical things that are going on. So major bear markets have taken place in recessions only, yeah. only in recessions. Okay, yep. so sell-offs outside of economic recessions almost never accounted for more than a minus twenty percent loss, but has swiftly recovered. So you're going to have, you know, uh, S and P I believe was down uh, eight and almost nine percent. You know, uh, could we go to fifteen percent loss? Yes. Okay, but the, it can turn around as long as we're not in a recession. It can bounce back as well. So sure. Um, I just wanted to point those out. I know we covered yeah. a lot there, but go right ahead on uh, maybe a little yeah. historical sunshine stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's always yeah, it's always, it's never fun, right? When nah, we go through times like this, is. you know, you know, it causes some anxiety. I know Correct. for for a lot of people, just uh, you know, you're checking your accounts out, seeing all the bad news out there. But it's all perspective, right? Right. It's all and perspective. We know investing is not uh, one month, two month, three month, one year. Two, you know, this is Long not. Term. Yeah, exactly. So. I would say, you know, unless someone all of a sudden they need all their money in the next couple of weeks, um, that uh, just to try try the best you can to kind of block things out and and not. Be, That's not, why you have us. We, we worry for you. Yeah, so we have we position science. it. We get ahead of it as best we can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so part of that is is just yeah, it's a long it's a long term game. Right. It's diversification. Yeah, the S and P is down. The Russell's down more. Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. QQQ's down. 1415, yeah, soon to be 20. <laughs> technology, NASDAQ. And that's, yeah, and that's why you have, when you have a diversified portfolio, right? We have exposure to the Russell. We have exposure to the NASDAQ. So it's, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to ebb and flow. But uh, to give you some just historical perspective, that the, stock, the S&P 500, just looking at that, the positive and negative years, um, I believe this is up to la- from, from last year, uh, from 1926 to 2020, uh, there have been 70 positive years. And only 25 negative years. So nice. the positive years uh, accumulation return or, or an average, sorry, annual rate return 10.3%. I like those odds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, that that should help. And then also just staying the course with, if you look at years like, hey, we gosh, you know, we've started the year out, things are down. Mm-hmm. You know, you know it's sometimes, you know, people might be thinking, hey, I just want to throw the towel in. I just, yeah. I, you know. But again, just to offer some perspective, in 2003, the S&P was down 14% and, and then finished up 26%. Nice. And then you have years. Good recovery. Yeah, you have <laughs> just different years where uh, where the market was down, but you have, you know, you have positive years. And so it's just, um, you know, again, we're, we are anticipating things, you know, coming back. Uh, you know, more in the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just being, you know, being focused right in course. Uh, the po- probability of positive returns over a ten-year time frame is ninety-seven point three percent positive returns. So, 
uh, you know, give people a little bit of hope or a little bit of sunshine. And that all came from sense. where? Uh, it's from uh, First Trust. Yeah. So, so one of our research partners, right. we have a few of their funds in our portfolios as well. So, yep. so again, it's the, the turtle and the versus the hare, right? right. It's a turtle, Boom. turtle wins yeah. race. So that's what I live by. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so we are, you know, the, the accounts, you know, again, rebalanced, uh, you know, folk, you know, dividends, you know, bonds are getting hit a little bit right now, too. So, but it's just, uh, we'll get through it. Yeah. And we'll live to fight another day, but just keep focused on the goals on the long term. Um, you know, some, but some other bright housing, right? Yes. It's a bright spot. So, yeah. uh, yeah. the Schiller Index, National Price Index, was up 18.8% over, over, right. over last year. Dude, we should have sold. Why didn't we? Yeah. Where did we go? Right. Living yeah. in a van down by the river? That's right. <laughs> And I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cash out on the high. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. So housing. I mean. I mean. It's it's yeah. just going gangbusters yeah, still. Is. So that's great. That's yeah. good. That's a good sign, right? So that's what we want to see. Um, and I know, like for going back to First Trust, they still. This just came out this morning. Their price, their target price at the end of the year on the S and P is fifty two fifty. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I mean, that's so, optimistic. So we're in the 42 range right now. Yeah. This, so it's 1,000 points more, folks, for the S&P. Yeah. And so for the Dow, it's 40,000. Oh, okay, yeah. So there are, what is it, 32, yeah. something like that. I don't know. Uh, S&P is more important than the Dow. I, I, know. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, but they, you know, they are, you know. Yes. Yeah, we're, they realize, yeah, we are where we are right now, but they're optimistic. Good news, back half of the year. Just got to hang in there. Yep. Grin and bear. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. And then, we'll, yeah. Yep, exactly. And, of course, oil, you know, we got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we're taking vacations at the uh, wrong time, right? Yeah, <laughs> if I, it looks like I might be able to finally take one this year. Yeah. And I'll be driving. <laughs> Dude, I think I filled up. I told you last week, $66. Yeah. For my car, like the most. I'm like, really? I'm like, God, that's Anyways. Okay. Yeah, and cars. I mean, the price. You know, that's not. You know, this is supply Coming stuff. Over, yeah. Supply stuff works out. Yeah. But still, it's like, okay, if I'm going to buy a, I can pay you know, yeah. tw- twenty four thousand for a used car, or pay twenty six thousand for a brand new yeah, car. Right. You know, it's like it's yeah. it's just I'm with it's you. all jobber walled right now. But yes, as that works out, you know. Oh yeah, just a couple few other charts you'll see here. This is just the S and P um, stock market uh, PE ratio um, historically going back from nineteen eighty. It's been fifteen and point five historical average, as you'll see. Uh, the latest, this is through the last data point is February 15, uh, is 20.3. So it was close to 25. It's down to 20.3. Yeah, so basically good. it's come in five. So getting, you know, so as the markets come down, yeah, things are getting more cheaper, attractive. more attractive, and eventually things will move back up again. So I do right. want to put that in perspective. That's right. All those funds, all those investments we have set up on dividend reinvestment. Yeah, same right? They're buying, buying cheaper yep. shares at lower prices. So that's yeah. good for everybody. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, then in regards to the, um, uh, the VIX volatility, so I know we've hit on this a lot, but again, historically the average is 18.2, going back to 2010. Uh, the latest as of February 18th, that was Friday, I believe, is 27.8. Uh, today, before we just came in, I wanted to t- uh, look into this. So the range, um, hedge eye risk range there, um, 34 in the VIX as uh, a short end. Today we just crossed over 30, so it's called the F bucket. That's all I can say. You can use your imagination. So the chop bucket is 20 to 30. That's its volatility. And it gets over 30. It's called the you-know-what bucket. And nothing does well. So that's what we're heading into probably for a foreseeable few you know, days or whatever yeah. until all this uh, gets settled out a little bit. Sure. Uh, but there'll be opportunity as well. So I uh, just wanted to yeah. everything in perspective. Um, then in regards to, remember, the pullbacks, we talked about that. Last year there was one. 
Ding, 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 ding. Remember I said earlier, we have a handful this year. We're already at two. <laughs> so two months in, we already had two 5% pullbacks and there'll yeah. be plenty more of those. Yep. Um, so I wanted to put that in perspective. The average again for that, for pullbacks is four and a half times a year. You have a 5% pullback. We've got two year to date already and plenty more to come. Uh, next chart I do want to hit is the 10-year tier. This is big because if it inverts, it's a leading indicator for a recession within nine months or so. There's a, there's a little a, a, a lag time, nine months to a year. But mm-hmm. anyways, uh, so um, again, this is data points February 18th. Uh, two-year, 10-year. Uh, the 10-year, 1.92 back then. Um, I think it's higher today. Uh, it's like the safety, so I believe uh, it's 195 or something like that. But uh, two-year, 1.47. So you see the spread, it's, it's, it's tightening up, it's narrowing. So if the two-year, as the Fed starts raising rates in the short end of the yield curve, the two-year then will, it could possibly surpass the 10-year on what the yield is. It's called an inversion because the short end of the yield curve is earning more than the long end of the yield curve, the 10-year. Two years longer than the 10-year, inverts, recession, boom. Okay, it's 99% of the time, that's a leading indicator, so we're watching that. So that's why I'm pretty adamant about the Fed cannot raise rates six, seven, eight times or whatever J.P. Morgan and those Goldman Sachs folks are saying. <laughs> Anyways, and then here's the yield curve spread, the 10-year, t- t- two-year, the, um, the spread recessions. So again, the spread between them has narrowed down to 0.45. Again, um, that's the latest uh, from that, 0.45. It's the, you know, 0.100 0 for inverts, voila, and recessions are great out there as well. So um, the average is 0.93 spread. So let's call I'm going to round up to a 1% spread. So typically you have almost 1% spread between the two-year, the 10-year. Right now it's 0.45 and soon to get narrower as the Fed starts raising the short end. So that's what we're all over. At. Again, uh, learned all that in T-Row when I was in the fixed income trading floor. So that's why I speak mm-hmm. pretty heavily on that. Uh, the dot plot, again, the Fed, you can see here, again, the Fed wants to continue to raise rates, uh, you know, multiple times. We'll see if they're going to add a full percentage point this year, but you can see projection of 2023, 24, they want to get to 2.5%, you know, sooner rather than later. Okay, good luck with all that, but yes, they're behind the <laughs> curve as they always are. That's the Fed. Uh, wage growth, you and I hammered wage growth all year long. <laughs> yeah. There's no inflation transitory. Okay, whatever. They missed that. So inflation. Six, or excuse me, wage growth, 6.9%. This is January this year, 6.9%. The average, you know, from 1990 to 2010 is 3.3. Uh, average from 2010, more current, it's 2.8. The point is, let's call it 3%. So we're more than double that wage growth. And once companies give those wage growth yep. increases, they cannot take it back, folks. It's, and it gets passed down to us, yep. we the end user. Everything's gone up. So uh, one last chart. Uh, in regards to the CPI, again, we talked about this. CPI is 7.5%. This is data through January this year. So that's uh, and then the core. The core excludes food, uh, food and energy, which, hello, I don't even know why they exclude it. But the point is, um, you know, elevated 6%, 75 is CPI. Again, highest since the 80s. Uh, so I just want to rattle off a few of those charts. I know we covered a lot today. Um, <laughs> Take a breather. All right, folks. <laughs> so um, You're excited coming in today. Oh, yeah, I was. Anytime I see red, <laughs> you know me, Andy. I love when it's bloody out. <laughs> That's the alpha we yeah. – remember I said we're going to add alpha this year. This is the year. <laughs> so uh, a diversified portfolio, uh, we'll, we'll do better uh, this year. So want to end on tips of the month or anything else you want to 
Yeah, yeah just you know taxes, right? Coming up. Taxes. 1099s are out. Everybody, everybody should have their 1099 R's, yeah, 1099 week. composites. Yeah. If if not, they can reach out to us. Uh, you can come on the website. Website. Um, Schwab. Yeah, Schwab. They have to push them out by the end of February, which is this week. So yeah, get I think all. most of them got out already. Yes. Yeah. So you'll, you'll have that. Yeah, taxes is big. Yeah, uh, no extension this year, right? So it's back to April 15th. April 15th. That's correct. Yep. Um, so RMD is still 72. Yep, 72 for now, and then. Trying to get 73 yeah. and move it up. They're see. always, yeah. yeah. Tweaking all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and speaking of that, you know, for those of you, if you want to make your contribution to your Roth or a traditional IRA, yep. you just have till April 15th of this year. Well, don't cut it so close, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you can make a contribution this year and up to like April, let's call it, uh, for last year, if you're eligible and all that good stuff. So keep that in mind. And I'll just end with maybe um, aging in place. So with uh, my folks and what's going on, you know, personally, I can just, you know, that's why we have Cindy uh, mm-hmm. Page, great uh, for senior advisors and, and a senior living uh, as, as a consultant. Yeah. Um, this is a stat came from um, uh, Hedgeye back in January. Uh, basically, it just says here, uh, I'm just going to read it to you, a fully 88% of Americans age 55 plus want to stay in their home for as long as possible, hence, a.k.a. aging in place. So I'm living that right now with my folks. I've been I've tried in the past to try to get them out of their house oh. over the years. <laughs> I just got I thought that was like on the couch watching TV. <laughs> Age of place, yeah. <laughs> Remote popcorn. <laughs> no, no. But uh, so yeah, I mean that's that speaks volumes. No, you know, people want to stay in their house as long as possible. So keep in mind, you know, we have uh, Cindy Page. She's done great. A lot of work for our clients, mm-hmm. even for my own family personally, and my yeah, aunts too. Likewise, yeah. Um, yeah, for your clients too. But um, my parents, we just got them a, uh, a stair lift. So up the uh, staircase there, yep. just a chair lift. It's awesome. Put my girls in it. They love it. They're going up and down. You can put laundry on it, food, whatever. So it's a great way just to relieve. So my parents are so much happier they now. Have a, they have a nice car sticker yeah, on the side. Like they put a number on there. Daytona. Is that great? Uh, you know me. I was in heaven over the weekend. Daytona. So uh, yeah. I know. But it's, it, was, it was good. So, yes, racing's back. So uh, Indy, NASCAR, all the good stuff. Formula One will be starting here. But uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah. So let's just keep that in mind, folks. Uh Yep. I'm a big believer, uh, and I'll refer you to um, a firm that we use off Treby Road. So uh, my dad was actually born in a house on Treby Road, Little Italy there. Oh, nice. So okay. um, uh, so we went back to there, and uh, these guys did a great job installing. And uh, great. so for those folks who are questioning, hey, yeah, it costs a couple thousand dollars, but it's well worth it. It gives you so much more freedom. My mom has an L3 little pinched nerve, fractured uh, nerve, so it just immensely you know, took mm-hmm. off the pressure for her having to carry things, etc. So, yeah, it's uh, great. Keep all that in mind, folks. We appreciate you. Right? Yes, very much. And then um, we'll see you next month. Stay well. Hopefully, it gets a little warmer yeah. next time we get back together. Yep. I'll have my hair cut finally. Get off my whip. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> been saying that for. I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hang right. in there. Stay well. Have a great day. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. You can reach this episode on our website at mytruenorthwp.com by other podcast venue sites, or by calling us at 614-929-2715. Also, feel free to share this episode with friends and family and sign up for our weekly email market updates via our website. Special thanks to our producer, Nathan, as we will be producing these episodes on a monthly basis. Investment advice offered through Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC 
a registered investment advisor, DBA, True North Wealth Partners. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. True North Wealth Partners and Stratus Wealth Advisors do not make any guarantee or other promise as to the results that may be obtained from this. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal, and no strategy assures success or protects against loss.